Hey everybody, it's your crazy fangirl Shy. We hope you guys are having an amazing day. So this is my first podcast and I'm very excited to be doing this. This first podcast is going to be about E3. This week has been so busy with so many new announcements about the new games that are going to be coming to us from all sorts of different platforms. It was an E3 of ups and downs, surprises and downloads, aka disappointments. There were some big disappointments, um, particularly for me. However, overall, I think it was a very good E3 compared to some other years that we've had E3. But before we dive into the conferences of E3, I would like to introduce the first of many guests I hope to have in my podcast, um, and that is Greg. He's a friend and a gaming buddy of mine, having met him through the Retro Replay Discord. And so let's welcome Greg. Hi, everybody. I'm Greg. <laughs> it's lovely. Thank you for having me. Yes, it's lovely to have you with us today, Greg. How are you? It's very lovely to be here. That's great to hear. So let's just dive into this chat about E3. Um, to be honest, for me, I found that this E3 was one of the less exciting ones, but there were mm-hmm. some really great announcements that were made this year. Yes. Yeah. I would have to second that. I would say if you're looking at E3 in general as a whole, it was definitely one of the more lackluster E3s than we've had in the last few years. However, there are some companies that um, just did completely outdo themselves versus some who did the usual or around the same as they've done years prior in between doing either a really lackluster or just a terrible conference in general. Um, so I, I would definitely have to agree with that. Yeah, um, we're going to start off by talking about the different conferences. So I thought we'd start off with EA Play, mainly because the only thing that really came out with from that particular company was the big announcement of Star Wars. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, Star Wars Jedi Fallen yeah. Order. Yeah, um, see, the problem... Well, there's a few problems because it really is just your preference or your take on EA. Um, After what happened with Battlefront 2, I think Fallen Order can be the game that puts them back on track. But I thought Battlefront 2 was going to be a make it or break it for EA. I mean, they did get a lot of controversy for it. However, Fallen Fallen Order does look pretty awesome. It does indeed, what like they've showed. yeah. For like for me, like I watched the trailer, I didn't react to it because, to be honest, I have been worried about the Star Wars games and movies. Um, but right. but from the looks of it, the graphics do look very very clean. The engine that they're using is really really like high standard. It does look like it's going to be a good game. But the one thing I'm worried about is the marketing timing of it because it's coming out a week after Death Stranding and. Though there is a lot of confusion about that game, there is a lot of excitement because it's it's Hideo Kojima. Yeah, I I still don't know what the heck it is, to be honest with you. <laughs> I've kind of been analysing it. There's a video coming out for those who follow my YouTube channel. You guys can check that out when it comes out. Um, but it does still confuse me, but I'm very, very excited for that game. Yeah, that's going to be interesting, especially if it's a week after. Um, yeah. Especially with marketing, um, I don't know. Obviously, Death Stranding is going to get re- ridiculous sa- sales numbers first day. Yeah, so for sure. maybe maybe there's a chance, even because because when it comes to games, they're different than movies. Because I mean, well, I guess technically they can go hand in hand, but usually once you see a movie, you're like, okay, done. Let's go to the next one. Yeah. Um, but sometimes there's times where a movie is too good, like Avengers, and it'll dominate the box office for a few weeks. Yeah. Um, with games, maybe, depending if people still aren't sure, or there's going to be a market of Star Wars people, so, and I'm oh, sure yeah, some of them sure. are, are, are Star Wars and Hideo Kojima um, fans together and as a, as one, so, I mean, I think a week, I, I right now, I don't think they should worry too much, but you never know when it comes to that, um, so, it, but maybe like the second week they'll get better sales numbers. Either way, I think Fall in Order. So it's still gonna for what it is as a single player experience game. Um, it it should still get 
pretty decent numbers. Yeah, I definitely think so. Like again, you said like there's a mar- there's a market for it because there is that Star Wars audience that still has hope that it will be a good game. I think it will be a good game, though there is like a lot of controversy around the game. I still think it would be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and to be honest, that was the only game I found exciting from EA Play because um, you know, it's Star Wars. I'm a bit of a Star Wars fan, but it nothing else from EA really really like came out as a big like shock for me. Yeah, and they are and what's cool about it too is that um one of the characters from the movie um was in another movie. Uh I don't want to technically say spoilers in case they haven't seen it, but yeah. basically it connect it does connect what happens between 3 and 4 um in a certain part of time in between 3 and 4, right probably right before when Force uh a new hope starts. Yeah. Um there's some there's a there's a couple of characters on there that connect that. So it's good that they added that in. Um so I guess this is going to be tech now this is going to be part of the canon side of the Star Wars universe since um I guess that's what they're trying to do on the gaming for anything up to this point now is tech is now considered Star Wars canon since everything yeah. else got kind of nixed once Disney took over. Yeah, especially with the movie. So at least I feel like for the really really big original Star Wars fans, um, I guess it's good that the games are at least staying canon to the Star Wars like universe. It'll be fine. Yeah, I think it'll be fine as well because also I was I I was also like thinking like because the movie comes out like in December as well like so it's perfect because the the game comes out in November and then the movie comes out in December. So there's like a lot of hype for both. So anyway, yeah. let's move on to Microsoft Xbox conference. What did you think? Uh basically to re, re to review the conference and um and and two and two words uh Keanu Reeves yeah sure. <laughs> that's that's literally was the Xbox conference Keanu Reeves definitely uh, uh, they um if you haven't seen the highlights by now which you should have because I'm yeah. sure that's everywhere um I didn't which kind of made me want to buy the game now because specifically because he's in it. Um, Keanu Reeves is going to be in Cyberpunk 2077 as one of the uh, characters you play alongside as you go through the game. Yeah. That's become a, a viral thing because it's Keanu Reeves. Anything that Keanu Reeves that does with interaction... It just, just explodes. He's, he's just a wonderful man. Oh yeah, he is a wonderful guy. Um, but we won't get into that too much, but... Definitely Cyberpunk yeah. 2077 does look like a game I really want to try out. Um, it, it, mm-hmm. it does look like a really good game. Like, though we haven't really seen too much gameplay, we did see a bit of it at the conference, but I would like to see a bit more before, obviously, the release date, because we did see the... Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we saw the cutscenes. Cutscenes are, are crisp. They are amazing. Crystal clean. But um, I would like to see more gameplay, hopefully, before it comes out. Yeah, they definitely need to show more gameplay because they showed they didn't show enough that I think they showed more of the trailer and yeah, the, to show how it, the game is gonna look yeah. um, aesthetically. But I really didn't get enough. But once I saw Keanu Reeves in it, I kind of was like, oh okay. Um, but yeah, I think I think we definitely need to get more, or I would like to see more before I can I, I can consider putting down sixty dollars for this game. I'm not saying the game's gonna be bad, but so far. I definitely want to get it, but I just want to see, besides who is going to be in the game, what the game is going to be in general. Yeah, what it has to offer, really. Yeah. Yeah. So we did get a release date for that. That's next year, 16th of April. So that's going to be very, very exciting. And, like, I really think that, like, it. I think it will be a good game. But again, like you said, I need to see more gameplay before this game comes out. Because otherwise I'm not going to get it. Absolutely. Yeah. I feel the same way. Another big thing that happened at the Xbox conference was the announcement of Project Scarlet, so the next Xbox, technically Xbox 2. So that's going to be exciting as well because PlayStation 5 will be coming out as well in a, like next year as well, like hopefully. They're hoping to have it next year. I I I I don't I'm actually happy right now because they announced that because uh, I'm more of a PC gamer now. I, yeah. I have, but I do have like every console except for Xbox. I was primarily Xbox, so I'm definitely not gonna get the Scarlet. Um, however, for people that love console games and doing console-related um, gaming, uh, definitely that's gonna be the system to go to if you've ne- or even if you've never had an Xbox. I would say get that one because that one is is if you. How how they described it in the conference, the it's 
basically going to be a, a PC build, but in the form of an Xbox. Yeah. So, so if you don't want to get a, if you can't afford a PC or build a PC, this is probably going to be your best bet to have a PC like quality hardware. Yeah, and I think it's a good idea because even with me, like I've always wanted a gaming computer, but it's just so expensive. So mm-hmm. e- even even this new like obviously platform that Xbox are bringing, I might even have a look at it because it does look really good and it does look very unique. So right. And it definitely the the good thing now is that they make they have an Xbox Game Pass for PC. Yeah. I'm definitely going to be subscribing to. Um, they also have an upgraded tier now called Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, which includes mm-hmm. Xbox Live Gold, the Game Pass, and if you have a PC, Game Pass for PC, and all of that is going to be the same fifteen dollars. Yeah. Is, which that that alone is I I have to give to Xbox that's 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 a pretty that's a that's that's pretty reasonable this podcast has been spotted by water water hydrate yourself today <laughs> to continue on from the project scarlet like halo infinite is going to be one of the first games that gets released from it as well so that's going to be interesting. Um, have you been a fan of Halo? I like the series, but I'm not a diehard fan. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm not. It's not that I'm not looking forward to it. In my opinion, I kind of feel that Halo has kind of overstayed its welcome, especially with the last game that came out. Definitely. Um, yeah. I feel. I feel like it's it's become one of those series that they've milked dry. Um, now, I I kind of wanted this to be the last Halo, but we all know it's not going to be. I think they should have stopped at three. Halo Reach was great. The Halo, yeah, the Halo Wars game. games are, are are really the Halo Wars games are really really good, especially two. If you haven't played oh, two, yeah. definitely pick up Halo Wars two. Um, that and is the a DLC. great game. Yep. Yeah. So I I it's not that I'm not looking forward to it, but I'm definitely not going to buy it first day. Yeah, same with me. I think because even I I have to agree with you. Um, like, I'm a, I've been a fan of this series since I was, like, six years old. I, that was, this was, like, the first ever first shooter game I got. And even though I was so young and I probably shouldn't have been playing it, I was really captured by the story before even, like, it was, like, the actual, like, shooting or being interested in, like, the, sh- like the first shooter games. Um, the story really captured my attention. And I do have to agree with you, the story has outstayed its welcome, to be honest, because this game definitely should have ended at three, specifically because now it's on a completely different path to what it originally was. Um, and yeah. I mean, I mean, four, number four was just a massive fill in to the storyline. It just didn't need to be there. It was very unnecessary, I felt. Like, it's a great game, but it was totally unnecessary. Um, and, Though though number five was a massive whack to the fans' faces, mainly because of false advertisement, um, mm-hmm. saying that Master Chief was going to be the bad guy or anti-hero was very disappointing. I was so disappointed. Um, but I was intrigued where they were taking the story in terms of Kotana, but I'm still really, really disappointed, the fact that they're trying to just drain this, this series. Because... It was this big, massive series for Xbox, but now I feel like it really, like you said, it's outstayed its welcome. They left five on a massive cliffhanger, and all of a sudden, Matt, if you haven't seen it, I'll, I'll do a little snippet. Basically, Master Chief is somewhere that, like, it doesn't feel like where the cliffhanger kind of left off. Yeah, exactly! So now, That's what I mean! And and the trailer and the trailer in, gen- in general was very anticlimactic just to get to that one part with yeah. master chief and then for it was like 4 or 5 minutes and of an- of being anticlimactic and then all of a sudden oh here's master chief let's have him here for two more minutes and then yeah. it was over and then Cortana was at the end and i was like what the hell is going on like this is nothing like Nothing to do with number five, because even in the reaction video I did for it, I talked about it. Because with number five, we left off with Cortana, obviously, like, singing, and there's the ring at the end. Spoilers if you haven't played the game, I apologize. And then suddenly with this, he's facing her off. I was like, this is supposed to be in Halo 6, like, if there is going to be a Halo 6 at this point. It's just, yeah, it's just, I feel like it's just all over the place know how to end the series and they should have ended it at three and just had yeah, little side. i don't sure. know it, it, it's 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 whatever it, yeah. there's gonna be people buying it regardless so they can make as many because they know people are gonna buy it just like with call of duty people they make a ton of call of duties yeah they do yeah people that's are gonna true. buy them they oh yeah they know and also yep. because i think halo was like the first massive like like 
intergalactic kind of like first shooter game. So it's like obviously they're gonna yeah. milk that because COD COD tried it, didn't go off as well. But Halo mm-hmm. mainly because Halo's had that stance for ages. But I feel like yeah, Halo just needs to hurry up and finish because it's yeah, it's just done. <laughs> I agree. That big of a deal for me, but I did see that there was a lot of hype over it, like Gears Five. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Gears Five. Yes. Yeah. I actually don't uh, know anything about the game, so do you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I play Gears Five. I, I, oh, okay. I enjoyed the Gears Four series very much. Yeah. yeah. Um, I can't really explain it to you in a nutshell of Gears of War Five. However, it's it's how do I word it without sounding? It's not Macho Man, but it's very. It's not for the faint heart. It's not for like kids. Yeah. It's a more. It's a gritty, dark gore fest of a game. However, and I know that kind of just be like, oh, it's just gore and stuff, but it's not like that. There's a very good story. Mm-hmm. Um, it there's a lot of action. There's great combat. There's great shooting. Um, the horde mode, which is basically it's it's like defense mode. Um, is always fun. Uh, the multiplayer is pretty decent. Um, I think Gears of War. I think after Gears of War, the multiplayer got a little better. But there was a big market for Gears of War two multiplayer. Oh yeah. Um, around that time, but um, no Gears of War. I've I've always enjoyed. Even the last one, I enjoyed. I can't explain it unless explain it unless you've played it. But it's it's just fun. It's yeah. a fun series. No, but that's to play great to hear. Throw. Like I love hearing people's opinions on different games that I haven't played. So it's great yeah, to hear that. Yeah. I would. It's definitely a game to play with a friend. You yeah. can you can play the game by yourself, but a lot of the fun is doing it with a friend because you guys can create chaos together. It's fun. Oh, that's good then. Yeah, that's great to hear that. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, because I saw the excitement. I was like, I can't react to this because I've never played the series, yeah. and it's just going to be really awkward if I react to something I've never seen before. But it does look like a really good game. It is, and yeah. the fact that they're adding a Terminator crossover in there, that should be pretty interesting, Yeah, too. that'll that'll be interesting. I'm actually, like, I'll look forward to actually just watching people react to it, because I think there's there's a big crowd for it, so I'm going to enjoy watching people get yes. excited for it. This will be the sixth Gears of War game, because there was a prequel game, and oh. I think they, I don't know if they were trying to, yeah, I don't know if they were trying to make a prequel series, that would have been great, but they did make it, oh, and it, okay. it didn't do, it didn't do as well as it should have, it wasn't a bad game, but the way, the layout, they made it more arcade style, uh, with combat and stuff, and I oh. think, I, I think people didn't like that too much, however, it was still a decent game, um, so, yeah, definitely, if, have a well you have to have an xbox to play it i guess yeah but yeah um if you ever have an opportunity to ever play a gears of war game ever like with somebody or you go to a place that has the option i would definitely i would definitely try it out i think any i think anybody would like it if if they really gave it a chance to really get into the you don't have to know too much of the lore but as long as you try to play it and enjoy it i think anybody could really like it yeah i'm definitely i'll definitely have a look for it like if i have the chance i'll definitely try and play it if anybody i know has it another game that really caught my attention i didn't particularly like watch the whole xbox conference but i did see that there was hype for this one um a blair witch horror game oh yeah yeah so that i'm calling that the game yeah, I'm calling that the game nobody asked for, but are still getting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I did do some research about this game, because I didn't particularly watch this particular trailer, because I'm not a big fan of horror, Um, but I did <laughs> see that it was connected to other Blair Witch titles, and the actual, like, license, like the original license of the story, it's connected to that, and the, then... Yeah, yeah, the OG one. Yeah. And then I and then I did some research and I had a look at the game and watched the trailer with half my face covered, um, and saw that it does look very Resident Evil Seven like. It does oh, have that yes. vibe, yeah. Yeah, expect a lot of jump scares for sure. Yeah, that's definitely something that the people who are going to play that game, I guess that that's something to look forward to. One more game from Xbox that I saw that. A lot of people in our retro replay Discord probably are excited for, but also are disappointed by was Borderlands Three. Yep. Yeah, and I think we all we know why some of the retro replay people are disappointed by it. I, I don't know what you're talking about. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yes, I, I I know why. Well, I'll just explain a bit. Like Troy Baker yeah. was in the original Borderlands. He was Reese, and now they've gone ahead and actually recast Reese. And this has caused a bit mm-hmm. of controversy, not only in the retro replay Discord, but also in like on the internet. Like people are commenting about it. 
and a lot of people don't yeah. like it. And I think it's a very common thing that's happening at the moment. Like, they're recasting a lot of original characters from video games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, I mean, like, for me, like, I've never been a massive fan of Borderlands. Like, I only recently just got into it because of you and some of the other replayers. But, um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I just, it looks like a good yeah. game, though. Yeah, uh, for those of you who don't know as well, um, Sh- Shimey is, uh, refer- was talking, is referring to the, um, the Telltale, uh, Tales from the Borderlands, which it, yeah. I found out a lot of the replayers, um, that's their only Borderlands game they played. Yeah. Um, so they're very unfamiliar with, and if I'm not mistaken, I think you only played up until now, before you, you were only, you only played Tales. Yeah. I've, I've so only played that game and that was a long time ago. Y- yeah. You didn't, yeah. You didn't play the, um, the original and all the, uh, yeah, yeah. I didn't, um, so, I didn't do that. Uh, yeah. So, so a lot of people are upset because Troy Baker was Reese in the Telltale game, and he did a, f- a fantastic job alongside Laura Bailey and some others, um, Chris Hardwick, yeah. Patrick Warburton, um, list goes on. Um, and if you listen to the new guy, he sounds absolutely nothing like Troy Baker, and it kind of it kind of throws you off a little bit. But I'm the kind of person that can accept what's given to me because I didn't I didn't add, I didn't I'm not owed anything from. Gearbox or from to, for them, they're giving me another entry in the Borderlands yeah, universe that's true. that, I, that I, I I really love. So I'm grateful nonetheless. So I can get a past the fact that Troy is not. I'm a, I'm disappointed and I feel terrible for Troy. However, the show must go on. Exactly. Um, the, the original voice actor for the Claptrap is not returning because they said because he asked for a little bit more money, which in originally. He was basically doing for free, and now they're like, no, we'll just cast you with somebody else. And a lot of that has to do with the writer strike that's been happening yeah. on and off for I don't know how long. But also there's rumors that Troy asked for too much money. There's different – we're never going to know the truth because Troy and the company are both going to be respectful exactly, and just say it's yeah. creative differences, which it is. creative differences. It is. So, But nonetheless, we have a Borderlands 3. We haven't had a proper Borderlands sequel since 2012. Um, yeah, it's been a while. And I think proper as, in, as, as continuing the, the original series. Tales is, is definitely adds canon and adds stuff to the Borderlands franchise, so does the pre-sequel. However, um, Borderlands 2 is the game that everyone has played the heck out of. I'm playing it again for my umpteenth time with you and yeah. with some other people. I'm, I'm playing... I'm getting back into it. They just added new DLC for Borderlands. Yeah. So overall, it's a good time to be a Borderlands fan because this is a very good year to be to be playing board. And if you haven't, if you have a PlayStation, Handsome Collection is free right now. It's literally um, free. Go and download it. It's so much fun. It's 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 very cheap. I think on Xbox right now, it may even be free. It may I think it's included with the Game Pass if you have that. If you have it on if you have a Steam, I think it's still on sale on Steam. They've made it available. So if you haven't played it, definitely get it right now. Now is your opportunity to get yourself into the world of Borderlands and and see what we're talking about. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna add one more game. To yeah. The list. Oh yeah, go for um, it. Uh, I, technically two, but the other one I can add later. Um, I really quick. I'm very excited because they announced Lego Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. Oh yes, they did. Yes, that's very true. I've I love Legos. I I do dabble in Legos quite a bit. I've always enjoyed the Lego game since the first Star Wars in 2005. Um, it's basically the complete saga remastered and revamped, and then adding seven, eight, and nine. So it's gonna be all nine films. Not sure if it's gonna include a Rogue One or um or Solo or anything else on the side, or I don't know if it's gonna include some TV. I don't know what what, but you're getting all the movies in Lego form. Wow. Um, and, and I, and I'm and I'm super thrilled because the complete saga was great. All the Lego Star Wars games have been great, except for Lego Star Wars Three, which I personally didn't like. It had to do with the Clone Wars show. Oh, okay, I wasn't yeah. a big fan of that one. However, overall, Lego Star Wars has been a great series. So yeah, I'm definitely excited for that one for sure. I don't know for me, like I I tried Lego a long time ago, like with Harry Potter, and even I tried Star Wars. But for me, I don't know. Just for me, it just felt like a bit strange i don't know i didn't really enjoy it but i know that there's a massive audience for it though so there's gonna be like Mm -hmm. there's obviously a lot of hype around that especially for you oh absolutely yeah because originally the the act the voices were just grunts and mumbles and it was cute but now they're putting voices in the game um so they're probably they may actually put 
movie dialogue in there. Oh, that'll be great. So, yeah. That would be that would be cool. Yep. So yeah. I'm, I I think they're really going to put a lot of work into it, especially everything Star Wars. Now that Disney has the new Star Wars lands, um, oh, the yeah. movie is coming out at the end of the year. Uh, this year is also a big year for Star Wars fanatics. I'm not a huge Star Wars person, but I love the Lego versions of the yeah. games. I I, like I mean I I enjoy the movies. Like I'm like I tried to get into being a big fan, but it's just like recently with the new movies, it's kind of just made me go ugh. Oh yeah, and you have every right to feel like that. Yeah, but that's a, for another. That's that discussion is for another day because I could probably talk about that one for like a whole hour. So that's a whole podcast in itself. Exactly, and we can discuss that with some other people if we can get that to work. Um, but yeah. okay, you and you and I watched this particular conference with a, a group of other people. We didn't record it or anything, but we watched the Bethesda conference. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we did. And, um, yeah, what, what, what happened there, Greg? Uh, uh, about as much as last year, probably one of the worst conferences. It, it definitely was, worst. yeah. It was, it was, uh, I personally watched it to watch Todd Howard get crucified. <laughs> but the, sl- the slippery bugger, uh, did not. He got, he got told off a little bit, but not to the degree I think people are still trying to give him a chance. Um, yeah. They announced some good. stuff that I saw. Yeah, I I saw them and announce things that people in the audience were clapping for and upset to go. Oh, I'm gonna clap now. So and there was like that one guy who kept screaming throughout the whole entire conference. Oh yeah, you, yeah. You got you you ha- you'll always have those. I think I know who it is too. It's a specific guy. Oh really? Oh my wrong, god! It, it sounded like him. There's only a small list of things that I was kind of inter- I was vaguely interested in. Yeah. Um. Do you have anything on that list that you? Well, well, to be honest, I faded away from their games a while ago, specifically with what happened with um Fallout. Oh yeah. I was just so yeah. disappointed. I was so excited, and then you know, what, we we know what happened. I'm only excited for the usual Wolfenstein and Doom because oh, I already yeah. gonna I, I already have a partner for Wolfenstein. I look forward to that. Doom okay. is gonna be Doom. Oh um, yeah, there is Doom. Heavy, heavy metal music. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be fun. Doom is kind of like is kind of like if you like Gears of War, you'll like Doom, or if you like Doom, you'll like Gears of War. It's kind of yeah. like the same type of type of gore and action. Um, the one game that I was kind of interested in that stood out was that Ghostwire Tokyo game. Oh yes, that actually did stick out to me. I was just like, "Ooh, this kind of looks cool." It's unique. It's 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 like it's it's a ninja. With a bow and arrow, and he's fighting off paranormal spirits. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that's that's interesting. Yeah, because we yeah we haven't so, seen anything like that, like at all. Yeah, so I think it's interesting. No. They didn't show a lot, but what they showed has 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 you has your interest peaked for exactly, sure. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I I, I so actually will keep an, that's, that's an eye good. out for that one. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. that's basically Bethesda in a nutshell. Everything else was stupid. Really, just really not that great or exciting for us. Like, we were, like, really, really, really digging into that conference when we were watching it. Really? We were roasting the conference, basically, yeah. the whole time, to it was be just honest. The whole time. Everyone was just making fun of something or just, like, the actual gameplay that we saw. But to be honest, it was a bit of yeah, a joke. It, I haven't seen really anything amazing from Bethesda in, probably in a long time. Yeah. Um,. I am. I will say I do want to try out because it's free. I do want to try um, Elder Scrolls Blades. That on does look Switch. good. I will say that that does look good. Yeah, especially that the controllers act as a shield and a sword, so it's yes. more interactive. That that has my interest. I plan on downloading that and giving that a try. Was there anything else that excited you from Bethesda? Or no, that oh. was it. They didn't <laughs> even show anything from Elder Scrolls Six. Exactly. So, so, I mean, so... they. They it was just more Skyrim. That's what they get through is Skyrim. They tried to they tried to justify Rage Two with adding a new expansion. To, it, it's it's Bethesda. It's, yeah. It's you're gonna get what you paid for. It's gonna be the same thing no matter what. Yeah. So that definitely was Bethesda in a nutshell. So the the next conference that came up was Ubisoft. So was there anything particular that you were excited about that or really uh, captured your attention? Ubisoft has a weird variety of licenses they have yeah. they go from gritty action to like ghost recon and rainbow six and then they have just dance and stuff yes that's so Rabbids. true 
and it their their just dance segment was just weird. Like, it was. I, I don't know. Ubisoft, I have to give them credit. They do try to acquire different things so everybody has something that they like, which I think is great. It's weird because they started off, oh, Rainbow Six, Ghost Recon Breakpoint, um, Watch Dogs Legion, mm. and then, oh, Just Dance, oh, Stuff with Rabbits, oh, more kid stuff. It's just, it's weird. Yeah, I think, yeah. Um, I think, I think in future they need to learn maybe to separate different things because, like, or maybe have separate conferences, because, I mean, like, for example, Call of Duty, like, it had its own conference, not for E3 or anything, but when the launch came for the new yeah. Call of Duty, it had its own conference on a totally different day, totally different month to any other conference. So I reckon right. if they are going to do, like, kids' games and stuff, like, really, really, like, younger kids, I guess they should separate that and put it into a whole different category than putting it on, like, a list with, like, you know, Watchdog Legion and Ghost Recon, etc. Like, I reckon that just put the whole conference on a different note when it came up. It was just like, oh, okay. Yeah, I agree. I I mean, I'm looking forward to, of course, Ghost Recon. Um, I'm not a big Rainbow Six guy, but I do like the whole quarantine thing that they're going to do. Um, it seems like everybody's going to zombies in one form or another. Yeah, everyone um, seems to be moving to the genre of apocalypse zombies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Gears of War has one coming out and what that we didn't mention called Escape or something. Um, ah. So yeah, everyone, I, I it's so weird seeing that, but it does look interesting. Watch Dogs, of course, has my interest, especially because everyone's going crazy because they want to play as that uh, that um, assassin old lady. Yes, it does that look like a good game. Got them a ton of sales. Yeah, it does. It does. The fact that you can just recruit anybody, yeah. and when one of them dies, like you just go to another character, and then that's it. Yeah, I know that. It, I mean, it's very unique. Like, we haven't seen anything kind of like this. And the fact that it is, like, placed in the UK, like, in London, it's, like... Right. It's, it's, it's kind of, like, hilarious that it is placed in London. But I think it's going to be, like, a really, really good, like, market for it, I guess, because it's, like, very unique. The other thing I wanted to add was the Division expansion. Um, the fact that they're what they're going to do with the episodes and the missions, where they're going to take it in place, I think looks very good too. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of the raid like they do with like they're doing how they did with Destiny. Um, oh yeah, definitely. I don't think raids. I understand it's a loot shooter. I don't think raids are the way to go, in my opinion. I get why there's raids in games, but I'm, that's not my thing. But this is going to be that this all these episodes that they're doing or it should be should add good story to the game because their their dlc for the last game was not too great it got very repetitive so it looks like they're going to actually make story related stuff now mm, so i'm yeah. glad that they're focusing on that i think a lot of um video game companies are realizing how important it is to have stories and not just like mm -hmm. the issue of being it like you go ahead and kill someone like there has to be a story behind it because i think they learned kind of like since the year of 2017, 2018, they're starting to learn. Especially, I'll just say this, because God of War is one of my favorite games. And, I mean, that game, the original trilogy, was like a god, a killing machine, killing everyone. And then suddenly, he has, like, this whole amazing story in the last game that just recently came out. And that look at how much success that had. Absolutely. Yeah. So it change. I mean, you can do it. It's just don't ask for thirty dollars in a season pass if you're gonna just make repetitive horde modes and exactly, player versus yeah. player. If people don't want to play that, you know, it's not it's not fair to those people. I understand you're gonna you have to do some PvP, but you can add that as free updates and content. You don't need to add that and make it its own DLC. Yeah, for sure. Ubis Ubis Ubisoft is definitely hit or miss when it comes to uh, to, to DLC in their games because there's uh, I, I Ubisoft I think is the top company that they don't they're not always winners, but once in a while you'll get one that's like okay, this had fairly good extra content. Yeah, they I'll definitely agree with that. Um, was there anything else that excited you from Ubisoft? No, because the rest of it I didn't care for. <laughs> okay, well, this next conference was something that we all reacted to again, and I actually filmed it this time. Um, and they are one of my favorite companies. I'm Square Enix. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, they have a lot of titles that I enjoy, but also because they have a lot of games that I am anticipating at the moment. So I was so excited for this conference, but it, 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 it really outdid itself, Square Enix, this year. It was a great conference. I really enjoyed it. I'm not a huge, uh, I'm going to be completely honest, I've never played a single Final Fantasy game. 
That is completely um, fine. I know I need to, and I know there's especially because they announced a couple of important games that are going to be turned that are going to be remakes. Um, they showcased Final Fantasy VII, and then they quickly announced that they are also remastering Final Fantasy VIII. I know Final Fantasy has a ton of games in the series and spin-offs and remakes, but eventually I will try to give it a go. But as for right now, it's not a top priority for me. But for what I saw, the games look they, they look fantastic. They put a lot of work in these remasters. Yeah, definitely. And to be honest, I'm going to say it, Final Fantasy VIII came out and hit me in the face because I just had like no expectation that they would bring that out as soon, like just because of the fact that Final Fantasy VII is coming out. And the fact that it's coming out this mm -hmm. year means that they've been working on it a lot longer than Final Fantasy VII. So mm -hmm. it's very exciting yep. for me. I'm very excited for that. I was disappointed, though, the fact that we didn't see much on the Kingdom Hearts DLC. Like, I'm a massive Kingdom Hearts fan. I've been playing it for, like, more than 10 years. Um, but it is understandable due to the lineup. And especially because of the last game that was presented to us, which was The Avengers. And that... Yes. That looks amazing on so many levels. It does. Um, and what's unique about it is that it has nothing to do with the with the MCU. It's its own unique story. Exactly. Um, you get to play as Thor, Captain America, Black Widow, Hulk, and Iron Man. And I think it's online co-op, too. Yeah, so I think it is, yeah. Story. I think it's four-player online co-op. Um, Nolan North, Troy Baker, Travis Willingham, Laura Bailey. I already—I don't know the—I forgot the other guy. <laughs> no offense, yet. Same with me. I, I feel so bad. I feel so Captain bad, America, but just those other four—those other four voice actors have been in my life for so long that they're just embedded in my head. Yeah. So yeah. And I don't know the other guy. The other guy has been in stuff, and he's a good voice actor. They, they've assembled a great cast. Um, they look phenomenal in the game. The, the characters look nothing like the characters in the MCU. Um, yeah, that's a good so thing. Now, there is the discussion of whether or not it's connected with the Spider-Man game on PS4. Yeah. Um, that's still up in the air because there was one connection um, in just a quick little backstory. In Spider-Man... Uh, there's a collectible where you take pictures of landmarks, and when you take a picture of Avengers Tower in the game, he says that he that that the Avengers are on the West Coast. Then you you tune into the trailer; they're in San Francisco celebrating Avengers Day. They call it A Day. Yeah. Um, which is the West Coast. So a lot of people assume that it was connected, but it may just be a giant coincidence because it is a. It's two different. It's it's a, a totally different company in general. So it would be great if they were connected because I would love to see a gaming universe of the Marvel characters. But as of right now, that is still up in the air. Yeah, I think I think, I, and I'll agree with you. It's very. It'll be very interesting if they do do that. But I think it's very early to see if they can do a collaboration like that because I mean it would take a lot of like work, especially between companies and the licenses and stuff. Specifically because of Marvel and Disney owning Marvel. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, but I think that would be really cool. And that could really go somewhere if they do decide to do that. Because they don't necessarily need to stick to the movies. Because obviously the movies are an entirely different, like, universe. Um, they can do a different, like, actual storyline from different comics. Because, like, there are several different comics. Like, for example, Civil War and, like, even Endgame, etc. And Infinity War all have different endings. So they could even explore those if they wanted to. Yeah, they could. And even if they didn't have it in the same universe as Spider-Man, I'm totally okay with that. Oh yeah, I am too. Yeah, it doesn't have to be. It can be its own thing. Yeah, but it would be interesting to see that collaboration, like you said, like if they were able to do like a multi-universe in the gaming industry. I think that would be really, really cool. And I think if you had different developers working on different projects, that would keep things fresh. Yeah, so exactly. So the companies making that universe wouldn't get burnt out. Yeah, for sure. Oh, well, you're a massive Nintendo fan, aren't you? I'm, not, to be honest, I will say this, I'm not a massive fan of Nintendo anymore. I don't really play on the Nintendo stuff anymore. I kind of moved away from it. So I thought that would be your kind of league. Oh, well, thank you. Yes. Um, I actually am not a huge Nintendo person. I was just looking forward to a couple of games that were mentioned. Yeah, I that's, actually a, that's what I remember Nintendo, you said. I thought Nintendo had the weaker panel as yeah. well. I didn't think they were awful, but what they showcased wasn't fantastic. But, of course, 
they showed that they were making a sequel to Breath of the Wild, and then that's what everyone's like, oh, this was the best panel. But, I mean, they only showed, like, 30 seconds. But yeah. Anyways, um, excuse me, I was actually most hoping for a Bayonetta 3 announcement or release or trailer. Or oh, anything. yes, yeah. Got none of that. Yeah, they, that, that they, was they disappointing, te- yeah. They did tease Bayonetta, I think, last year, year before last, that they were continuing it, but... I guess it's still being worked on that they don't have anything at this time. Yeah. I am looking forward to Luigi's Mansion 3 because Luigi's Mansion is a very good and under, I think, underappreciated series. Um, uh, it's a, it's one of those gems that you find once in a while. Uh, I, I played, I, I currently have all of them on the 3DS, but I've played them all, the two. Um, Dark Moon, I like, um, I think a little bit more than the first one. Because uh, they put a lot more charm into it, but obviously you can't beat the original, which came out back in two thousand one. Yeah. Um, and now they're they're finally making a third one, which takes place in a hotel. It has eight player co op. Um, so I think I think that was that's gonna be that's gonna be exciting to play, and that, I think that does come out this year. I could be wrong, but uh, yeah. And the other thing was Mar- Marvel Ultimate Alliance three. Uh, yes. Yeah. The 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 only thing I'm worried about is. Because they are using cell shaded graphics, they didn't really show also at the panel a lot of gameplay on it. So I do want to get that and play with my friend um, and do a ton of the co-op and play it. But I need to see a little bit more because I don't want to put 50 or 60 down. And I want to see how it does because if the re- reviews are pretty bad on it and it doesn't do that well, I'm, I'm, I'm just not going to touch it at all. Yeah. But I, I still want to try to give it the benefit of the ta- the doubt and see because it doesn't take a lot to impress me. But the current state that it's in, the fact that it's going to be exclusive only on the Switch, um, I definitely need to see a lot more before I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll invest my money in this. Yeah, and I did hear that two Resident Evil titles are getting moved onto the Nintendo Switch as well, which I guess is really great, especially if people don't play it on the PlayStation. Or, yeah, and I think it's it also seems on like Xbox they have a now? big collection yeah. coming out. Yeah, they do. Yeah. They got they, I think almost all of them now are going to be able to be played on the Switch. With there's a collection coming out, they're adding two more. Yeah. Um. The the HD remaster that came out for the first one is going to be on it, and I think I can't remember the other. I don't know if it was Zero or what, but I think pretty much all of them except for Seven, and then the remake of Resident Evil Two that just came out this year. Uh, yeah. I think are all going to be available to be played on the Switch, which would be kind of exciting because now you could take that with you on the go. Yeah, that, that so. would be cool for people to do that. And I think with Resident Evil 7, it's going to take a while because, I mean, like, it, it it is a new, like, engine, especially for PS4, so they definitely will probably have to hardwire it for Nintendo, which is completely different. So that will take a while. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing I do want to mention real quick, I was kind of surprised, is they mentioned Witcher 3 is going to be on the yes, Switch. Yes! I saw that, and I was like, wow. Like, uh, yeah, that, was a, that was a I shocking one. I was just like, wow. Yeah. I don't know how, how that's going to run, because that's a big game. It is. It's and, a huge game. And, I, I mean, don't get me wrong, the Switch has very good hardware inside where it, it runs your game at 60 FPS, yeah. for sure. But processing for The Witcher, as big as it is, plus, there's no way that's going to be a 60 frame game. It No way. It can't be. It's going to probably be hitting around. It's going to probably be chopping at 30, 35. Yeah. That's what I, I was guess. thinking. I was like, how is it going to actually carry the weight of such a game? Because, yeah, like you said, it's a huge game. On a small little cartridge, there's yeah. just no way. <laughs> um, but other than that, I think that's pretty much it for Nintendo. They announced some other Zelda stuff, but it's not like... Yeah, I'm not a massive fan of Zelda. Like, to be honest, like people are going to hate me for Same. it, but I've never, I've never really played a lot of Zelda games. Yeah. I'm, I haven't either. Yeah. Um, it's never re- I've tried. I've played the first and I've been playing the second one, but, like, I'm not... It's not a series that I'm going to be head over heels for. Yeah, it's not, and it's a great series. I'm not going to fault it because it is a it's a series, and there's a lot of people that have grown up with it since the original. Yeah, but it's not. It's, it's just, just not. Yeah, I'm not all the way into it. Same, and I just didn't jump on the hype on it as well. Like even as the new ones came out, I was like, no, I think I'm way too far behind to jump on this. But maybe I'll give it a go one day. Yeah. I think. I think if you ever have play maybe newer ones or updated ones i might try those out but as of right now they're not like they're not a priority on my list yeah for sure um and another thing that i remember them saying was a new sonic and mario um olympic game 
Yeah, for for Tokyo. I yeah, think for Tokyo. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But I I I will say this: it was a bit of a disappointing conference from them, and I will hope that maybe next year or maybe even in future, as they start to work on different projects, that they start to work on more original titles again. Because I did see, like for example, like Xbox have a lot of original titles coming out. Um. There was, I think. What what was the first one? EA Play had a lot of original ones as well. So hopefully Nintendo come up with something else that's original, like and maybe new and new unique. Because I know, like yes, they're famous for Mario, they're famous for Luigi, famous for the the Sonic and Mario stuff. But I hope that maybe one day that they come out with a new original title. That's one of the issues with Nintendo is because they've had so many beloved characters that they yeah. know they're gonna bank on those guys. Um, so Mario is gonna be. Um, in front, um, Super Smash Ultimate is fantastic. Oh, yeah, um, don't get me wrong, great, I love that, Smash yeah. Series, see, when you have series like that where it's a combination, like, Mar- the Mario and Sonic games always do well every four years. Yeah. Um, the Smash games do well, the Mario Kart games, Mario Party, those games, the sports games even, the other ones, like tennis and baseball, all those usually do good. Um, that's why I like Luigi's Mansion, because it's original, yeah. and it's, it's its own series. Same thing, I kind of wish Super Mario Sunshine would get a sequel, but it's never going to see the light of day. It's a, it, Now it's a, it's a game everyone's played or has liked, but I guess it didn't do well sales-wise back in 2002, but... I liked it. I thought it was great. Yeah, like I said, like, I feel like it's kind of like with Halo, like, they're milking it a lot, and they always have, but... Yeah. Yeah. I would really like yep. to see something new, because that would really catch my attention. I'd be like, ooh, okay, I might actually try it. But yeah, now that I saw that there was yes. a lot of, like, um, repetitive stuff, I was like, ah, okay, whatever. Just really quick. Yeah, um, go for it. Dying Light 2, Dying Light 2 is coming out. That's yes, one game. I did hear about um, that. The first one was was decent it wasn't like it's actually what dead island should have been um but they've added a parkour system this one looks like they focus more on the parkour but i'm sure the combat will still be very good yeah i think it takes place like 10 or 15 years after the first one i could be wrong about that um the next one kind of go hand in hand they're making a vr version of sniper elite yes um, they are the p the ps4 it's you play as this one guy in Italy, um, but it takes place before Sniper Elite Four, so it's technically a prequel to it. Yeah. Um. So that's nice that they're adding that. That that would probably I thought about them. I always wondered, like, I wonder if they would ever make a Sniper Elite VR game, and now they are. Um. One game that I actually was surprised about, but I put it on the side because I wasn't like over the top with it. They're gonna be continuing the Zombie Army trilogy, or off of the Ooh. Zombie. Army. They're making zom- Zombie Zombie Army Four. Um, and it comes out, I think, next year. Um, okay. It's basically Sniper Elite, but with zombies. They also went into zombies. But the Sniper, the Zombie Army games are fantastic games. Oh, yeah? So, they're they're on every platform. Um, so, I would definitely pick up, if you or no one else has played it, get a friend or get a couple people to play the Zombie Army trilogy. Um, especially if this one's coming out, because that means if they're making a four, that means that they may be making a five and a six. So we're getting more zombie army games. Oh, I actually might check that out then. Yeah. It did. Yeah. Like, I did see that, but like I had never played the rest of the game. So I was like, eh, should I jump on yeah. it? Yeah. I wasn't sure about that one. Um, also, I wanted to talk about one other game. I forgot to mention for Square- from Square Enix. That's like a new title Outriders. Oh yeah. Yeah. Outriders. Yeah. We were, we're, we're <laughs> when we were watching it, we thought it was Avengers, but then it was not, obviously. But it does, it looks really interesting. Though we only saw cutscenes, um, it does look good. But I will say this, because I was talking to someone about this, like, the only thing that we saw was cutscenes. I will not judge anything else until I see, like, stuff about the gameplay, especially the graphics in gameplay, because... Like, yes, we can judge it from cutscenes, but that's a cinematic trailer. It's not going to be the exact same thing we see in the game. It's just funny because it's it's from the people who made Bulletstorm. Yeah, um, it is. So And so a lot of people, I think, are going to assume, oh, hey, uh, because it's the people who made Bulletstorm, it's going to be fantastic. Um, I mean, it's got online co-op um, yeah. for, for, for three people. It's a sci-fi shooter. Um my eye isn't isn't really on it to be honest. Um, 
But it does look interesting. Yeah. Same with me. Like, I'm not, like, fully excited about it, but I'm intrigued. So I would like to see more before I actually, like, get, like, in, like you say, like, invested in it. Um, but yeah, I think that's come to the end of our discussion about E3. So overall, what did you think about E3? Eh. Yeah, meh. That's about it. Just, yeah. Eh. It was, it was, it was very average. It wasn't awful, but it wasn't everything that's... Like I said, the only, really the only two memorable things, if you think about it, is Keanu Reeves and then John Bernthal with his dog. Yeah, in, in the Ubisoft, Ubisoft conference. When, when your highlights are people, actors, and then clearly there's something wrong. Um, yeah. But it's, but any, but Keanu Reeves outshines anything anyway. Oh yeah, so that really for sure. wasn't fair. But, um, no, I... It, it was just about as average as last year. Last year was decent, but it wasn't, like, over the top. I think, I, I will have to say this, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but also in the fact that P the PlayStation did not have a conference. Xbox definitely, I think, had probably, if not one of the best, the best conference out of all of them. Yeah, I'll definitely say, like, I definitely say there was, like, a massive gaping hole without PlayStation and Sony being there. Just because of the fact that they bring so many titles to the table and they have so many great games as well. So it was kind of shocking when I first found out that they wouldn't be there. I was like, holy crap. That's like, that's huge. Like, that's so different. Like, it hasn't happened in a very long time. Um, but I'll definitely say either Xbox or Square Enix were up there for me. I'm just going to say Xbox because, I mean, I understand Square Enix with the Avengers stuff, but like all the lot of the other stuff isn't in my yeah. genre of gaming currently, at least. Yeah, and that's totally fine. Like, I mean, there's going to be, like, so many people who have different opinions on it. Um, and obviously Absolutely. you And obviously you have a different opinion to me because, like, I have a certain type of genre that I play and you have one too. So it's totally, like, fine. And but Everyone yeah, has one. Exactly. But I definitely think that this is one of the E3s that were just not as exciting as usual. But, and I'll, say, I'll definitely say that what year was it? It was 20, I think, I'm pretty sure it was 2016, when, like, Death Stranding, God of War, like, all those games got announced, and I was, that was one of my favorite E3s, because, mainly because of Sony, but... Other yeah, 2016, <laughs> I remember having a pretty big turnout, because that's when they started talking about the new Xbox. Yes, um, yeah. The stuff that was, yeah, 2016 going into 2017, I think. I think 20 and 2017 also going into 2018 was pretty good. Last year's was kind of average. I don't know. Within the last five years, it really just depends on the studio. Um, but the overall yeah, exactly. E3 was very, was very average in my opinion. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'll definitely say it was average. So hopefully for next year, they learn from this and just hopefully the conferences are a lot better for next year. We, we will definitely see what happens. we got a whole other year up to this point now. Yeah, for sure. So thank you so much for joining me, Greg. I hope you enjoyed this discussion as much as I did. I did. It was very good. Thank you again for inviting me. It was very fun to talk about this. Well, thank you so much for joining me, and I hope to see you in hopefully more recordings with me, and hopefully we'll get more people on these recordings as well. Try to pencil you in. I'll see what I can do. <laughs> thank you so much, Greg. You're welcome. So thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Please forgive me because this is my first podcast, so hopefully the quality of them just gets better and better after this. But again, this was such an exciting topic to talk about because, I mean, it's E3. I'm obsessed with video games, and I love talking about all sorts of video games. And again, like I said, pretty average E3 this year, but... We did definitely have some exciting titles this year. But anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. Please remember to check out my YouTube channel. The links will be in the description. And I'll see you guys in the next podcast. Crazy Fango out. Bye. <laughs>